bringing hope to many around the globe, transforming lives into legacies. Live in Word with Pastor Mensah Otterville. And now, today's word. So, just look at all the decisions you've made in life. What were you thinking of? The narrow or the broad? Even when you are going to marry. The man you're going to start life with and go through difficulty to build a future. And the guy who has it made, choose the broad way. <laughs> he may be a brute, but he has the money. <laughs> All right. So Jesus is telling us that in life you're going to be faced with two options, the narrow gate and the wide gate. I face it, you face it. I wish I would say that I always go through the narrow gate, but I'm a human. Even Jesus himself said many, many. Jesus said it. Many go for the wide gate, the broad gate, including pastors. Many. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, so you, I hope you get a principle. There is a narrow gate, a difficult way, it leads to life. There is a broad gate, a broad way, it leads to destruction. Jesus says most people will go for the broad because it's the easier option. Okay. Now, I'm going to use this as the background to give you two case studies of choices in the Bible. From a, a man and his uncle. So the first case study is in Genesis chapter 13, verse 8 to 13. Genesis 13, 8 to 13. It concerns a man called Lot. I like his, his name. He, he likes a lot of things. Lot. <laughs> the Lot was a young man who followed his uncle called Abraham, or Abram at that time, because Abram was going to a place that he believed God had called him to, and Lot followed uncle. And God started to bless Abram, and some of the blessings splashed on Lot. So now, Lot is prosperous because his uncle is prosperous and he's related to his uncle. So he, he has collateral benefit. Now as a result of this prosperity, uh, th there is tension. So, so the workers of Lot and the workers of Abram are, are, are you know, fighting all the time because they, they all have lots of property. They have sheep, they have goats, they have cattle, they, they have camels, and, and the workmen are fighting. So... Abram uh, says to Lot, listen, we, we, you're, you're my nephew, we're, we're brothers, we're related. I don't think we should be fighting. The land is big. It can accommodate all of us. So I, I want you to make a choice, and I want you to listen to that story very carefully. Everybody say the broad and the narrow. So let's look at how, how Lot makes choices. So Abram said to Lot, please let there be no strife between you and me and between my headsmen and your headsmen, for we are brethren. It's not the whole land before you. Please separate from me. If you take the left, then I'll, I'll go to the right. And if you go to the right, then I'll go to the left. That's where my subtitle came from. 
I'm going to go to the left or to the right. Verse 10. And Lot lifted up his eyes and saw all the plain of the Jordan, that it was well watered everywhere before the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. Like the garden of the Lord, like the land of Egypt, as you go towards Zohar, then Lot chose for himself all the plain of Jordan, and Lot journeyed east, and they separated from each other. Abraham dwelt in the land of Canaan, and Lot dwelt in the cities of the plain, and pitched his tent even as far as Sodom. But the men of Sodom were exceedingly wicked and sinful against the Lord. So, let's look at Lot's choice. He's been given two options. Abraham says, Lot, if you go to the right, I go to the left. If you go to the left, I go to the right. You have the preference. The options are before you. Choose. Whatever you choose, I'll pick up your, from your left over. I'm in the first place, if you're a nephew and your uncle tells you that, common sense should tell you, tell uncle, I'm following you. You make your choice first. But Lot likes a lot of things. So Abraham gives him the option. The land is before you. He looks at where they are, the land of Canaan, and it's a dry land. But that's where they've been, and God has prospered them there. But it's a dry land. It's a land that requires a lot of hard work, a lot of cultivation. Abraham has to work hard. He has to dig wells in order to water the land. And I'm sure Lot all the time has been asking himself, why, why do you stay here, Uncle Abe? The world is a big place. You are too old-fashioned. The world is improving. You don't need to be here and be digging wells and, 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 and watering the place because across on the other land, which you say God says is yours, we don't need to dig wells. And I'm sure that has been his mind. He always thinks his uncle is old-fashioned and the uncle doesn't really understand modern economics modern marketing principles. So, now he has his big break in life. So Abraham says, whatever you choose, I choose the other. I will survive anywhere. I'm okay with any land. If you choose where I am, I'll go there. If you choose there, I'll stay here. Lord looks at where Abraham is. The Bible says he lifted up his eyes. He didn't look down. <laughs> I like him. Young people like to lift up their eyes. Vision. <laughs> so he doesn't look at the land where they are because he hates it. Too much hard work here. Too many wells to dig. Too much hard work. He lifts up his head and he looks up there and he sees the green land watered by rivers. Well irrigated. Everything is, is lush. Things are working well there. But he doesn't notice that it's, it's by another city. And he's probably not figured out, why is my uncle not moving to that city? Because they seem to be doing well. But uncle is staying here. 
But he looks at that land and he just sees, if I move here, breakthrough. <laughs> so he moves. So let's look at the basis on which Lot makes his choice. He's enticed by the sight of easy access to wealth. The land was vast before him. It was very fertile. It had money written all over it. He doesn't need to struggle too hard. So he's looking at how easy life is going to be. Obviously, he's not choosing the narrow gate. He's choosing the broad gate, the wide gate, not the narrow one. So easy access to wealth. He's excited by the promise of low effort for high results. It's a well-watered garden. He doesn't need to dig wells, but he's going to prosper. So he's making his choice based on the fact that just a little effort and I will break through. And you, whilst we're talking about a lot, think about yourself. Is that the basis on which we make choices? When you're choosing the wide gate, anybody can cheat you. Anybody can promise you an easy life and cheat you. That's what Lot is doing. And not only does he do that, he encamps around the wrong crowd. He left Abraham and moved closer to a people with no morals. The Bible describes them as exceedingly wicked and sinful people. When God says you are wicked, you are wicked. He gets close to these people. They are on the broad way. If you look at the progression of Lot's choice, in verse 10, the Bible says he saw. In verse 11, he chose. In verse 12, he pitched his tent. As a matter of fact, if you know the story of uh, Sodom and Gomorrah, which is the land he moved close to, when the angels came to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah, in Genesis chapter 19, verse 1, Lot's position is very clear. The Bible says, now the two angels came to Sodom in the evening and Lot was sitting at the gate of Sodom. He saw, he chose, he pitched his tent close. But by the time the angels came, he's now sitting at the gate. He's the gatekeeper. He has taken charge of the Sodom way of life. And in the, in, in the olden days, the, 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 the gatekeeper, they determine who come in and out. They are the prominent citizens. So he's become a prominent citizen of the city. He saw, he chose, stayed close. Now he's the president or district chief executive <laughs> of Sodom. And, and he's ruling there. His choice was based on what he saw. Life is going to be easy. I don't need to work. And these people... They don't work so hard, but they seem to be happy. Let me follow them. If that's the basis of your choices, you're going to end up where Lot ended up. Lot started having problems. First, some kings came 
and fought Sodom and Gomorrah and took Lot captive with the rest of the city. Abraham had to go and set him free. And after that, God came and rained fire and brimstone over the land and Lot had to flee. With his wife and two daughters, the wife became a pillar of salt. One man's decision turned the wife into a pillar of salt and the two children end, ended up having children with him. One decision. He lost everything, lost his wife, lost his dignity, fathered children with his daughters. One decision. It's amazing where your choices will end you. It's because he chose the wide gate. All right. Now, we're going to look at the second case study about choices. When Lot was in Sodom, one day, you know, people came and fought his city and, and over, over, overthrew the city and, and took the citizen's slave. And since he's by now a chief member of the, of the place, he's taking his wife and children, their property, everything is taken away. And his uncle, Abraham, is told that Sodom has been raided. And your nephew... Lot has been taken into captivity. Now Abraham hears that and he puts together 318 servants in his house to go and fight and deliver his nephew. He's a good man. He's a good man. If he was me, I would have said, it's a good lesson. <laughs> Next time, watch which gate you enter into. But thank God for Abraham. He, he says, I'm, I'm going to deliver him. So he goes. And by the way, when he delivered Lot, Lot did not return to Canaan. He still stayed in Sodom and now sits at the gate. The man has decided which gate he wants to enter life into. All right. But Abraham goes to deliver him. And, uh, and so he sets the people free and he reclaims all the property. And I want you to follow this conversation that takes place in, X, in Genesis chapter 14, verse 21 to 24. Let's look at Abraham here. Genesis 14, 21 to 24. Now the king of Sodom said to Abraham, this is after Abraham had delivered the people and he has brought all the people back and the property, the goods. The king of Sodom, that is uh, Lot's president, the king of Sodom <laughs> said to Abram, Give me the persons and take the goods for yourself. That's a good offer. Give me the people you delivered and take all the property you have acquired for yourself. That is something most of us would jump and say, Yeah! But listen to Abraham. But Abram said to the king of Sodom, I have raised my hand to the Lord God Most High, the possessor of heaven and earth, that I will take nothing from a thread to a sandal strap, and that I will not take anything that is yours, lest you should say, I have made Abraham rich, except only what the young men have eaten and the portion of the men who went with me, Anna, Esco, and Mamre, and let them take their portion. Two different characters. 
Same family. Same family. But two different value systems. Thank you for listening to Living Word. To interact with Pastor Mensah Otebi, like his page on Facebook. Follow him on Twitter at Mensah Otebi. Email otterville at centralgospel.com or call plus 233-302-688-000.